Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Marco Santarelli. And on today's show, I want to bring you one of our great providers that we work with in several different markets around the United States. And they have a particular niche and they focus on brand new construction fourplexes in growth markets in the United States. And this is a great product for certain types of investors. And I will let Stephen explain that. And I don't want to steal any of his thunder. So first of all, I want to welcome you on the show, Stephen. Thank you, Marco. Such a pleasure to meet with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to have me on your show. Well, it's my pleasure, and I think this is great because the information that you're going to share today about the three different markets that you're in and the product that we've been selling to clients is going to be very beneficial because we can reach a wider audience and do it very effectively on the podcast. So first and foremost, let's start off with you for a few minutes here. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself, where you came from, how you got involved in real estate and real estate investing, please? Yeah, you bet. So I started out basically as a full-time student. I was going to university and I knew that I wanted to get into real estate. So I got my real estate license. That was back in 2007. One of the mentors that I met with, he gave me some really insightful advice. And I live in a, a mountainous region where there's lots of mountains around. And he said, if you go to the top of a mountain and look down on your market, you now have a license to do something that impacts that place for good. And you get to choose what's the highest and best use of your time to do that. And so that was my mindset the entire time I was in real estate. It's what can I do to make a difference? Not just get commissions, but what can I do to make a difference in this industry? And at the time when I was working with a builder, there's plenty to compete with a first time buyer, home builders, et cetera. And you sit model homes. And I just, I didn't have a flavor for that. I had no desire to sit in a model home and hear about people that wanted to change a room color or a flooring option or move a light fixture over three inches that just didn't do well with my brain type. So at the time, there was a scarcity of multifamily. I had investors that wanted to buy fourplexes or duplexes or eightplexes, et cetera, because of the ability to leverage decently and have one rooftop for more rental streams. But there was very little available. And so I talked to this builder I was working with and said, why don't we build them? And the very first product type we put out, I sent out an email just to my database and said, hey, we're going to be building these fourplexes. We had nine of them. There'll be new construction. You've got to get your own construction loan because we're not going to finance it for you, but it's a really good return. If you're interested, let me know. And within 30 days, all nine had sold out. And this is when the market, nothing sold at that speed. It was when the market was down. And we found that there was really a lot of demand for stable new construction fourplexes specifically. And so that's how I got started in investments. We, since then, have done about $250 million in sales with this product type and have expanded to three new states. Okay, so that's great. The states are Houston. Well, that's not a state, but Texas. Houston is the metro area. Yep. Salt Lake City would be the other metro area. And we're actively involved in those two markets. And then the third, which is something that we just started talking about, is in Boise, Idaho. So the market is important to me because as 
our listeners have heard me say time and time again, when you approach real estate investing, you want to start with a top-down approach, which means you want to start by looking at the market. Does the market make sense? Is it fundamentally sound? Is it economically sound? Is there a diverse economy? Is there job growth, which is critically important? Is there population growth? You know, Are there major employers in the area, or is it a one-trick pony type market? So that's very important, and that's always the starting point. So let's look at these three markets and just spend a minute or two or however long you want and break them down. And you can basically answer that fundamental question of why should I as a real estate investor be investing in Houston, Salt Lake, Boise, Idaho? Absolutely. Great question. So we often get asked to go into areas that people like as a second home market because they want to put their investment and combine it with a place they would like to go. And we retreat from those areas for those exact same reasons that you just mentioned, Marco, is they don't have the key indicators we're looking for. We also stay away from the boom and bust markets that are driven exclusively by things like energy. Sure, they have very high rent until they absolutely fall apart and have no one renting. And so we're looking for some key indicators, STEM jobs, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics in a growing trend tends to create stability when markets slow down. And so they have a large rental pool of good employed individuals that have decent credit and take care of the units. And so we're looking for a low unemployment, 4% or below. We're looking for high income growth. So the wages are increasing, not decreasing by the types of jobs that they're bringing into their economy. And we're looking for low vacancy rates. On average, our vacancy rates throughout our markets go between 3 and 5% vacancy in any market we're in. Another thing we're looking for is we want states that are expanding or are growing in their population base, a little lower median income, which means they still have families and they're creating children that are coming back into their economy and staying, or they have good educational programs. They have great universities that churn out good talent that can grow the companies that they're surrounded by. And so the Houston market specifically, you have about six and a half million people in the Houston metro market, and it fits all of these categories, Salt Lake and Utah County. They're kind of becoming one, really, with all the tech boom that's happening here. You have just over a million people in these two counties. In fact, about almost two million now, actually. And the population is expected to double by 2050. You have that same population doubling by 2050 in the Boise market, except it's smaller. Right now, it's just over 600,000 in Boise Metro, and it should double over the next 20 to 25 years. When you have that kind of growth, it gets me excited because it tells me that there's going to be continued strong demand for housing units, whether they're buying them or renting them. But at the end of the day, it's the demand that drives the need for housing, pushes prices up, increases rental amounts. I'd rather be in a market like that than a flat market and especially in a declining market. So Yeah, you're right. There's a couple other factors as well that we really like to pay attention to, Marco, and it's that these three states are landlord-friendly states as well. They tend to legislate on the side of business. And so the landlord, as long as they're taking good care of their properties and are creating a competitive edge by having nice atmospheres or good amenities, et cetera, they're going to attract great tenants because those tenants are trained that they can't be delinquent and stay in this place for 120 days. They don't pay, they leave. And that's a good thing to have a very landlord-friendly state that's good for our owners. Yeah, definitely. Now, what about the rental market in these three different markets as it stands today? I'm familiar with Houston because we do a lot of business there, less so in Salt Lake City, and then even less so in Boise. Okay. 
Yeah. So if you look at demographic reports such as Forbes and these other MSA researches or uh, reports that come out by appraisers or investment groups, they're looking at affordability indexes. And for similar economies or metro sizes to the markets we go into, there's still a lot of upwards pressure for rents to continue to increase. In other words, we're not so bloated where people can't afford to live in their houses. And so you get everyone having to have roommates. And so we still have room for our rents to continue to rise and are delivering cap rates in the 7 to 8% cap rate range. And so where the market on resale tends to trade at about a 5 to 5.5% cap, even with new construction, we're delivering around 2 to even sometimes 3% cap rate higher value to our clients. What kind of tenant demographic do you find are in the neighborhoods these fourplexes are being built? I'm not sure if you're attracting professionals or if you're attracting uh, more transient type tenants. What are you finding? Yeah, so it's definitely the young professional that we're after. So these job growth areas that are attracting these young college graduates that are in their kind of late 20s, early 30s, or the divorced family that they have two good incomes and someone needs a second home. That tends to be a large demographic of who we appeal to. We don't get the professional renter who works in a garage and makes $30,000 a year and will make $30,000 a year for the next 50 years of their life. We're more of the up and coming renter that will just get out of college, has a good paying job from 50 to $80,000 a year on average decent credit, but typically not incredible credit, or else they'd go and buy. And a lot of that is because they just simply have young credit. And so they choose to rent for this three to five years as they stabilize their new household before they go into their dream home at some point. So a tenant that's staying three to five years is actually pretty good because a lot of tenants will stay for one, two, three years. Far fewer stay three to five and very few stay beyond five. So that's actually pretty good. Yeah. A lot of that's because of the product type that we build. These are a little larger square footage and they also majority of the time come with a garage. And so this is a place that a renter says, you know, I've got a garage to store my things. I've got a nice town home in a fourplex design. And so it feels more like a home to them, which makes them want to stay longer as well. Okay, so let's talk about the product. We're talking about new construction. These are fourplexes. Describe the specs and the amenities and whatnot of what you guys are building, and then we can talk about the price ranges per market and the types of returns and cash flow that could be expected from that. Yeah, you bet. So product type's going to vary. Every single project, we will tweak it just a little bit, and we're always improving on our product as well. But generally, our flagship is a three-bed, two-and-a-half-bath product which is unique. Typically, four plexes are a two-bed, one-bath or a two-bed, two-bath, and we've not gone down that road. And, and the reason is we want to attract a three- to five-year renter. And we found that the three-bed, two-and-a-half-bath market has been very underserved. And so a uh, majority of them are townhome style, three-bed, two-and-a-half-bath, average square footage of between fifteen and 1,800 square feet with a one- or two-car garage. They are two or three levels in their townhomes. We also have amenity packages that vary depending on the project we're putting it in. Some will be a part of a master HOA, where we're a small community within a master HOA where there's a large clubhouse, walking trails, charter schools, parks, playgrounds, pools, rec facilities, etc. And some of them are on, on a smaller scale or they're isolated, and so they may just have a small playground and a small gym that the community can work out in. So anything in between is what you've seen in our community. Okay. And then uh, I know this varies by market, but what's the uh, price point of the fourplex projects? 
Yeah. So our duplexes and some of our projects, we will have a, a random duplex here and there. They'll start out usually right around 300000 And then the financing type that these clients will qualify for is a 25% down traditional Fannie Mae product. And so 25% down of that, you're about $75,000. And then our fourplexes go as high as about six hundred and fifty to $700,000 for a brand new fourplex. And then again, you're 25% down, so around $175,000. The returns on that Cash on cash returns are sitting between typically 8 and 10% cash on cash. The internal rate of return over a 10-year hold is typically between 15 and 20%. Okay. Inventory levels. I know that product like this will come and go and then you run out of land and, and it's hard to get more inventory. As far as Houston, what do you have available? And you don't have to be granular about this, but what do you have available today in these markets? And will there be inventory in the months to come? Maybe the next year, let's look out one year from now. Yeah, you bet. The Houston market, we would like to get to a point where we're delivering about 600 doors a year. Right now we have in escrow in a project that's 200 doors. So that would be 54 plexes. And we've got that project selling into right now, expected to start construction here by late summer, early fall. We plan on having another two to 400 doors being released in multiple different projects throughout Houston Metro. This project currently is on the west side. We may go back up to the north side where our first development of 40 doors was at. And so we're looking at multiple sites to find those land options. In Utah, we'll have approximately 800 doors that will be being built this year. Our typical sales process on a 200-unit project, so 54 plexes in a project, that will typically take us between 4 and 12 weeks to completely pre-sell out of the project is our traditional sales velocity in these developments. Okay. So if I came to you as an investor and I said, well, I'm interested in picking up a fourplex and I can't decide between one in Houston or Salt Lake or Boise, what would be my deciding factor or factors in order to pick one market over another? What would you say I would need to look at in order to make that decision? Yeah, one might be how involved this investor wants to be with their investment. I know a lot of your listeners really don't mind the fact that their investment's not in their backyard, which is excellent. They have the right mindset. But for those who like to be a little more hands-on or have their investment in a place that they would like to go and visit, that may be one conversation we have. As far as returns, Marco, it really, they're very similar from market to market. We tend to try and always give a certain equity play for the client in every market we go into and to distance ourselves from what we'll resell by giving it extra cash flow potential for those clients. And so some other variables might be places where they could see themselves relocating to at some point, just so that there is at least some connection that they could personally relate to as well. Other than that, returns are very similar for market to market. Okay. And so financing is with conventional would be a minimum of 25% down. If you've got more than four or six, I would assume that it's going to be 30% down. You can do 25% down all the way up to 10 loans right now. Oh, that was a recent change, wasn't it? Yeah, they just changed that with Fannie Mae. And Freddie actually just went from four to six loans, which is great as well. They're starting to loosen up a little bit. Still can't get over 10 loans. But for our clients, they like the idea of getting 40 doors with 10 loans instead of only 10 doors with 10 loans. So getting the fourplex allows you to maximize one of the best loan products out today. Okay, great. And we like encouraging our investors to go out, kick the dirt, meet with the team, see the product with their own eyes, feel it, walk around, touch it. Sure. Statistically, maybe one out of 20 actually do do that. And that's fine. You don't have to go out, but we like when they do and we encourage it. So I'm sure that you would want our clients to come out and visit with you and, and you can show them around and give them a good idea of what we're building out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we also, when they are building with us, they get monthly updates that go directly to you, Narada, as well as them, so that they can review the progress. It's a drone video that goes over the entire development with project updates as to what the next scheduled completion will be for construction. So really, they get a very hands-on experience to their building without having to be hands-on. Okay. Did you cover build time? I'm not sure if you mentioned the build time from contract to completion. Yeah. So contract, depending on where we're at in construction, if we are literally at the doorsteps of being able to start construction, then within 12 months of contract, they should have a completed fourplex, if not possibly sooner. Traditionally, because we pre-sell out so quickly, it's about an 18-month lag time between when they contract and when they actually have a deliverable. And so there's a lot of patience that goes with our clients because they're seeing the extra equity, the extra cash flow in these given markets, yet they have to wait for it. And so that's a common concern for some that aren't quite ready to be that patient, but that is definitely a part of uh, investing with our group. And so are they getting construction to perm loans on these, or is this being financed by the builder and they just put a contract on it and they hold it and lock it in with a particular price? Yeah, they're actually going to get their own construction loan. We line them up with construction partners we've got in every single market, and we shop them out to make sure that they're incredibly competitive with their rates because we are going to bring them so many great qualified investors. And so we basically do the shopping for them on terms and then vet those construction lenders out so they know our process so it's as smooth as possible for our investors that work with us. Okay. And so I just want everybody to be clear. These loans, they do or they do not have monthly interest payments during the construction phase? They actually, we add on the interest payment to the front of the construction loan. That way it's a line item that they draw on. So the bank will not come to our investors and say, you owe a certain principal payment or interest payment at this point. They draw it from the construction loan itself. Okay. So they don't see their first payment until after the completion and they've taken possession of the property. That's correct. Okay. So it's basically all one night's tight package. Correct. You got it. Okay. Good. What else should we talk about that I didn't ask you about? Because I think you've been pretty thorough about the markets and the product. Do you want to talk about warranties or? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about not only did we create it because there wasn't enough inventory, but what we did to separate it. So it made sense for an investor that is a country away or a couple states away. Why would they want this? And what we did is in every single community we go into, we establish a homeowners association specific to the purpose that we don't want our investor to be next door to an investor who doesn't want to reinvest into maintaining that roof or the exterior, the landscaping, et cetera. And so with a collective HOA, we ensure that my fourplex, if I'm an investor, and all of the fourplexes in this community are managed to the same level of quality, which is good for everyone. And so when a roof needs to be replaced, you can guarantee that it's going to be replaced because there's a reserve account and they're preparing for that when it happens. When the landscaping needs to be done weekly, the grass is green and it's trimmed. People are warned if there's issues with junk or storage. And so it's a very well-ran quality community. So as an investor, several states away, you don't have to worry about all those things. And we have our own in-house property management that'll take care of that as well for getting the renters, doing the collections and sending out all the reports to file with your accountant. Okay, great. Yeah, these sound great. I've seen a lot of photos and the product always looks top notch. Nothing looks cheap in these things. You know, they almost look too good for a quote unquote rental property, but you get a better quality tenant when it shows well and and it's built right. I think that's more important just to have a quality long-term rental property. Exactly. 
And yet we're not the luxury realm either because that tends to be a little more volatile. This is just a nice quality renter that attracts a nice quality renter. And so as far as warranty, I didn't touch on that. You've got a full warranty for a full year after completion. And honestly, even after that, we want to know if there's problems because our subs and suppliers, we hold accountable to building a better product than a year product. And so we're there, we're standing by to make sure that our clients have a great investment experience. Great. Well, this has been great, Stephen. Is there anything else you want to add that we haven't talked about? No, I just want to thank you again, Marco. The fact that we can affiliate with a company of uh, your quality and uh, your reputation is really just wonderful. So thank you again. Well, I really appreciate it. Well, we look forward to doing more business with you, Stephen. So um, we'll be talking regularly. So thank you very much. Great. All right. Take care, Marco. Thanks, Stephen. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights in media interviews, please contact the host.